Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Monday here on this program. You know what that means. Tonight is Monday Night Raw. And today on the show, we're going to tell you what is scheduled for Monday Night Raw and also get you up to speed on everything that's happened over the weekend. And a lot happened. We have not been here since Friday. And since that time, Rampage with an awesome Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston match. Smackdown on FS1. The fact that for some reason it cannot be explained, somehow the Fast Nationals never came out over the weekend. What a shocker! Well, today we'll get them here in a few hours. How did Rampage and Smackdown do? You can pretty much tell how they do better without the Fast Nationals than when we get them. So we'll talk about that, I'm sure, tomorrow. And we have also got the... What else do we have? Oh, I guess there was no Dynamite on Saturday. Well, Dynamite's coming up on Wednesday. We can talk about that. And uh, injuries to a couple of uh, top indie and Ring of Honor stars. Both the same injury on the same show. We'll talk about that as well as the the contract expiration of one filthy Tom Lawler. Well, that's the bad news. The good news is his contract with this promotion, so I guess we're not a promotion, but uh, he'll be on in an hour. That's my point. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, Filthy Tom Lawler still here as part of the Wrestling Observer family. We'll be talking SmackDown and New Japan Strong. We could talk those shows on this show as well if you'd like to. But uh, Tom's contract with MLW has expired, and he is at this point a free agent. Where will Filthy Tom Lawler land? We will find out. I presume soon i'd hope all of that and so much more when we come back from the break wrestling observer live Sheila, 
we need to set up Johnson's quarterly review. Janowski Investments keeps portfolios profitable, but a double client base calls for double the advisors. Hello. Hi, Janet. I'm so sorry. Pulling up your portfolio right now. Give me a sec. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pill sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Angie's list is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I got a question for you, Mike. Oh, yeah? Yes. I want you to help yeah. me out here today, okay? Sure. It's not a Try. trick question. Good. I know when people hear this, they're going to, well, what's the point of this? Don't worry about it, okay? Just, it's not a trick question. I just want to know what you think about this question, okay? Okay. Let's say that uh, I am having a match with Lance, for example, and, uh, and the, the finish is going to be that I super kick Lance, and uh, my, my uh, you know, I'm, t- I'm too hurt to cover immediately. So I, I crawl over there, and the whole idea is that uh, Lance is going to kick out right after the pin, like at 3.1, okay? 
So All I right. crawl my way over there, and I cover him, and the ref goes one, two, and at 2.9, he kicks out instead of 3.1. All right? Got the scenario? Yes. Okay. So my question is, would you classify that, Mike, as a timing issue? If he's supposed to kick out at 3.1 right after the hand hits the mat, And then he yes, kicks out a little bit is. early. Yeah, then it becomes a timing issue. Okay. Obviously, yes. All right. Thank you. That's That's the whole thing. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Now we got a lot of uh, news to talk about here today. Can can I just can I just later. get a little later? Okay. Later, fair enough. Later, fair enough. I want to talk about uh, two injuries though, and that is uh, Danhausen and Mans Warner, and uh, they both suffered ankle injuries. Actually, it says here on the front page ankle injuries, but actually uh, Danhausen snapped his uh, his tibia and fibia, fibula and tibia. Yes, not tibia and fibia. Oh, what is you don't that? have a fibula. Fibula? Unless you're a frog, in which you're an amphibia. Then you have an amphibia. But he snapped his tibia in his fibula, which is no good. No. And uh, apparently he'll know more tomorrow about how this is all going to, uh, to pan out. Uh, but anyway, he did that. And then on the same show, a next-generation wrestling show in Knoxville, Tennessee, Mance Warner suffered... An injury, and uh, it is also listed here on the front page as an ankle injury. But I don't know more about it. Maybe maybe old Manser has has uh, tweeted something about it. But uh, he, I heard ankle, I heard knee, so I don't know exactly what uh, what his injury was. But two on one show, I was I was getting uh, texts from people, and uh, the first text was, "Oh man, you know, old Manser destroyed his his leg." And then uh, the next one, it featured profanity. Now down, now Danhausen has injured his leg. Two on one show. So uh, best wishes to both of them. And uh, I don't like to try to, like, diagnose because I'm not a doctor. Uh, but I have seen the, uh, I've seen the injury that Danhausen suffered. And uh, sometimes it's not good at all, like in the case of Sid. And uh, other times it, uh, it actually heals very, very quickly. Because uh, clean break, put the rods in, and you're uh, you're good to go. So everyone's different. Every injury is different. We're hoping the best for uh, for Danhausen and obviously old Manser as well. So that's the update there. Tonight on Raw, a whole lot to add there. Other than that's why I, I kept will, going. I knew I, I knew what this was going right to be now. for once. I learned my well, lesson. Well, I'll message him right now and find out. No, oh, don't break kayfabe. You can't talk about sources. Not a source. I'm just going to ask the man, hey, what's the nature of your injury here? What's wrong with that wheel? Is it a knee? Is it an ankle? Is it a leg? Is it all of those things? Well, you know, maybe other people might have done that already and heard nothing back. But you can try. I'll try. Maybe right. he, maybe he likes to talk to people that, you know, go and actually watch his shows instead of oh, just Get out of here, sport. you idiot. Sorry. Exactly one of us has invited Mansour onto the show, and it wasn't you. Did he show up? Yeah. Where have you been? Oh, you probably no-showed. I was suspended, I think, during that time. The Raw Women's Championship will be on the line to kick off tonight's episode of Raw. WWE has announced that Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title will be opening tonight's Raw. show is taking place at the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. I always love when there's a someone that sponsors a building and then it's like Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, let's go to the Dunkin' Donuts Center. <laughs> I want a donut. No, they don't have donuts there. It's just the Dunkin' Donuts Center. You watch sports. What a letdown that would be to my daughter. It really is. Imagine if it was the Krispy Kreme Arena. Mm. There should be one of those things, and they hand out free Krispy Kremes. It would be a wonderful place. 
It notes here this will be the third time Belair has challenged Lynch for the Raw Women's title since Lynch defeated her in less than 30 seconds to win the title at SummerSlam. Booking, everybody. Lynch got a win at Crown Jewel, and it's got all the information here. But also on tonight's Raw, WWE will follow up. It's going down on a limb right there. WWE will follow up on Seth Rollins becoming the number one contender to Big E's championship. And uh, that's that. So that's tonight. I've been told that it's very likely that they do serve Dunkin' Donuts in the Dunkin' Donuts Center. But it's very expensive to get in. You know what I'm saying? Like if I say, hey, Paisley, let's go get some Dunkin' Donuts. But we got to pay $225 plus Ticketmaster fees to get those donuts. So... I don't know, because living down here, I've had a Jones sometimes for some Tim Hortons, and you can't get any Tim Hortons down my way unless you're, like, near a military base, and they just won't let you on there for Tim Hortons. you got to have an official reason to be there. But I tell you what, with the exchange rate and everything, I'd pay a pretty good penny for Tim Hortons when I'm in that mood. Do they have a Top Pot donut all around this uh, country, or is it just around here? Mm, may just be around there. Never heard of them over well, here. Well, let me tell you something, everybody, if you're in this area. The best donuts on the planet are top pot donuts i don't eat a lot of donuts but you know you go here you go there and you know there's dunkin donuts is very famous but like their donuts suck i mean i think people go there for the coffee they're really horrible donuts and what are the other famous donut places well Krispy Kreme down in this area but most of the ones i know they're all cream they're all local local donuts but top pot donut they have an old-fashioned chocolate donut it is the greatest donut in the history of Earth. And luckily, they, they, uh, they, Top Pod brings them all the QFCs around here. So if you're in the Seattle area and you want a good donut, Top Pod. Now, is this a cakey donut or is it one yes, of those like it's a, really it, fresh hand dip that's like it's very greasy? No, not greasy. Okay. It's like a, it's like a, a cake with chocolate on top. It's, it's an old fashioned donut with chocolate on it. They're very, very good. I'm sure some people here are, are saying, Brian's right. What a great donut. AW's first TNT special event is reportedly being planned for January. Andrew Zarian, our own Andrew Zarian, I might add, reported today that AW is planning to hold its first TNT special on Saturday, January 8. Zarian wrote that Battle of the Belts is a possible name for the show. He writes, per source, AW is planning a TNT special on January 8th. Wouldn't that be the show where they wrap up the... Uh, I guess that you wouldn't wrap up the TBS title in the TNT tournament. Maybe. But anyway, they're obviously not able to use the name Clash of the Champions, it says here. However, however, I'm hearing the possible name for this show will be Battle of the Belts, a throwback to NWA-CFW. It's a long name for a show. AW filed a trademark for Battle of the Belts this past September. When Warner Media announced that in May that AEW Dynamite would be moving to TBS at the start of 2022, it was noted that part of AEW's new agreement was the promotion would now have four Saturday Supercard specials on TNT each year. I mean, the TBS title tournament's going to wrap up in early January. Could you run a TBS tournament all on TNT and then also award the belts on TNT, even though they will be on TBS at the time? You could! Well, that's synergy, right? And that corporate synergy, network synergy right there? I mean, you can do whatever you want. You know why? Because it's not real. Exactly. And you know, it's funny. All those years, Battle of the Belts was the thing that led to Clash of the Champions, which now leads to Battle of the Belts all these many years later. It's an amazing cycle of wrestling. 
We also have, of course, Filthy Tom Lawler, officially a pro wrestling free agent. His MLW contract expired today. Both sides talked about a new deal, could not come to an agreement. Lawler, co-host of the weekly Filthy Four Daily podcast with Brian Alvarez on this website. A very uh, excellently written sentence right there. It is Filthy Four Daily that comes out weekly, regardless of what Tom likes to think. He took to Twitter to announce the news, thanking the company, management, and fellow wrestlers for the last four years. Despite being the current New Japan Strong Openweight Champion, 38-year-old is not under a contract there either. He will defend that title on November 15th against Fred Rosser. And then on uh, later on this month for Defy, he will be facing John Moxley. And I'm going to be there for that one. I'm not sure why I'm frozen in such a compromising position, but we'll figure it out and be back after the break. Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And some bloke on this chat's all mad that I talk about donuts for two minutes instead of asking you about the the Brian Danielson match against Eddie Kingston. We're going to well, get I mean, to that. Will y'all be patient? Really? I mean, we can continue to talk about donuts and coffee if you want to act up. I mean, we can take this any way we want to take it, right? So just settle down in there. We'll get to it. Yeah, what, what could you possibly have to say about wrestling that's more important than where to get a great donut in Seattle? And coffee. By the way, uh, I should note that here on the chat, at least two individuals in our chat alone live were getting donuts when I was talking about donuts. So clearly donuts, I didn't see anyone there saying I just happened to be watching Rampage while you did this show. But let's talk about Rampage. I thought Brian Daniels and Eddie Kingston was awesome. In fact, I had some people get mad at me because I don't even know why. It's a, It's a listening comprehension issue. What I said last night was, I don't think that this match is going to get five stars in the Observer because it wasn't a 30-minute boom, 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 boom match like the Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega match that got five stars. Everyone gets all mad that there shouldn't be like, dude, there is no, there, there is no requirement or anything. I just, I was telling you what I think is going to happen. I don't do the star ratings. Maybe it will get five. I don't know. But I was just like, do you think it'll get five? No, I don't. And I told you why. Don't get mad at me about it. But anyway, I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed this match more than I enjoyed Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Now, would I say that it was a better match? Would I say that when the end of the year voting comes, more people would vote for this match than the other match as to which was the best Brian Danielson match of the year? No, I think most people would vote for the Brian Danielson-Kenny Omega match. But I, this was the match. If I had to go back and watch both matches again, I would watch this one first. They just pummeled. They just destroyed each other. And it's kind of funny because Brian Danielson did the promo, and he talked about how, you know, Eddie didn't put in the work and this and that. And, you know, Dave was talking about how Brian Danielson, he, he trains he trains jiu-jitsu and, and mixed martial arts and everything like that. Well, uh, you don't think Eddie Kingston's fought? I got news for you. And he came out here and he looked like a fighter. And, uh, and they had a fight and they beat the absolute hell out of each other. And Danielson's bleeding from the chest and crowds going nuts for Eddie Kingston and they just pummeled each other for 16 glorious minutes. And then finally, Danielson's on his back, and Kingston's on his back, and Kingston rolls to his belly, and he starts crawling over for more violence. But he crawls into his guard, and he is triangled. And he knows he's screwed. He throws up that middle finger. Danielson pulls on the head, which makes the triangle worse. That's a shoot. And he... Goes to sleep. Beautiful violence. Moxley said it was his favorite match of all time. Of all time! <laughs> it was a, uh, it was great. What'd you think of this match, Mike? 
It was awesome. And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, my co-host on the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare, which is available for subscribers at F4WOnline.com, Adam Summers, has said this is his favorite AEW match so far. I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what can you say? It was awesome. And look, it's like Okada and Omega. Maybe you liked Naito and Tanahashi better on that show. Guess what? Fantastic match. Fantastic storytelling. If that's what did it for you, that's what did it for you. Star ratings are... I kind of, in a way, it was just, I rolled my eyes when Dave started giving things six and seven stars. But in a way, I hope, I'm kind of glad he did it. Because it just shows the ridiculous nature of this whole thing when it comes down to, this is just Siskel and Ebert doing thumbs up, thumbs down. That's all this is, is somebody's opinion on a match. Now, I think you can qualify matches on what they are. Is it going to be a classic all-time match? Is it going to be remembered as such? Look, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3. Not a great match, but of course a classic, iconic match that people are going to remember. How you build a match, the what it looked like in the ring. There are plenty of pro wrestling reasons to hold that match and put it up on a pedestal that has nothing to do with the in-ring work. You know what I mean? And everything's in its own time and place. And for what they were trying to do the story they were trying to tell and the amount of tv time they had to do it it was a classic so if you want to give this five stars call it your match of your year fantastic i just know it was a kick-ass match which continued to tell the stories of two people one this guy who's coming in that we thought we have seen all the tricks out of brian danielson now he's got different tricks. He's finishing people in di- with different maneuvers. We're seeing a different slant with Daniel Bryan. We're seeing a different angle with him. Eddie Kingston loses nothing in this. He passes out in the way that you would think Eddie Kingston would. You know, he's like Arturo Thunder Gotti, or he's like Charles Crazy Horse Bennett. He's going to win fights. He's going to lose fights. He's going to get knocked out. He's going to be doing some knocking out. But you always know you're going to get your money's worth out of him. And that's what that match gave me. And then afterwards... We get Eddie Kingston teased up with CM Punk. I mean, I just thought the whole thing was was really, really great, and I thought the perfect way to kick off that show. And I don't know if we'll have time to do Abaddon and Britt Baker, but, you know, if we Yes, don't, we will. Let's get moving. I was going to say that's fine. Hey, if we don't. listen. <laughs> match ruled. If you have a problem with it, I got a problem with you. The Abaddon match? No, this one. Oh, Brian Danielson. And you know what? I could I could nitpick this because there was one. It actually was great, but CM Punk is backstage, and up walks. Yeah, you can hear Eddie in the background. He's he's furious and he's screaming at the ref that he didn't he didn't give up. Why the ref stop? And you know he's yelling so loud that it, it like interrupts CM Punk, and then CM Punk makes some comment, and Eddie Kingston comes up, and they start screaming at each other, and and Punk is telling him he's being unprofessional right now. And the funny thing is, you know who else is, is an MMA fighter is CM Punk. And if anybody should know that it's not Eddie's fault right now that he's so mad, this happens to guys all the time. They go out in a hold, and then they're angry that it got stopped, and they're mad at the referee, and they don't even know what happened. But he starts yelling at him, and they start yelling at each other back, and then and then they get pulled apart, and CM Punk turns to Tony Schiavone, and he sadly says, that's probably all my time, huh? And Tony Schiavone <laughs> says, I'm sorry, but that's right. And they they cut away. I howled. So that's going to be an awesome match coming up. Well, and you know what, too? When you've watched pro wrestling for long enough, as soon as that interview started, you knew somebody was walking out on CM Punk because it's like, hey, this is the happy, I love Halloween, and I have been back in Boston in a while, and you saw it kind of being aimless, and it's like, okay, who's going to be rolling out on CM Punk, and it ends up being Kingston walking to the back. 
Listen, guys, I know that CM Punk got brutalized in, t- in two UFC fights or whatever, but I'm he sorry. He trained with Duke Rufus. He, he was an kick. MMA fighter, yeah, okay? He can still kick when a you, lot of your when asses. When you train MMA and do a <laughs> professional fight in UFC, even if you got the job because you were a former WWE champion, you were an MMA fighter. Dante well, Martin and Matt Seidel. Wait, wait a second. Can we ask Filthy that later on? Uh, maybe Filthy and CM Punk. Can I'm sure he will acknowledge he was an MMA fighter. He may not. He may not acknowledge he was any good at it, but he'll acknowledge that he did it. Now, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. You know, one of the things I like about these AEW shows is it's not the three same matches. It's three totally different matches, and it's one thing to get like a bunch of different matches in a show that's like four hours long with with twelve matches. This is a one-hour show with three matches, and they're all completely different. This was veteran versus youngster, high-flying, cruiserweight, X-division, whatever you want to call it, a million near falls, high spots, and the veteran puts the young guy over clean because they're trying to do something with Dante Martin. I thought both guys look great. Matt Seidel is awesome. Very, very good match. And that Absolutely. brings us, that brings us, Mike. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'm trying to give just enough pause for you to say something, but not so much pause that we see you look like idiots, and it still isn't oh, working. You stop. My God. Look, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel, two, three, look, three-match series that they've had between the two, and finally Dante Martin, you know, overcomes him. I think the most underrated part of Dante Martin, because everybody looks at his moves, are the fact that he's so young and he can't help it anyway. But he's got that deer in headlights look or that look of, of still – gaining his confidence and being, you know, a little bit thrown off by the fact that Leo Rush wants to help him and being unsure over, I just, I think some of the understated things, and maybe he doesn't even mean to do it with his face, you know, making these faces, it makes it even better. And I think Matt Seidel really deserves credit for what he can do in there with a lot of these kids who are high flyers that just, they just don't have the experience and they just don't have the experience on the ground in front of fans, in front of the TV cameras that he can really help them out. And he's a very underrated pickup that they had uh, to that roster. And yes, we have time for the main event. It's Britt Baker and Abaddon. I thought this match was way better than it had any right to be. Because they did not just do a wrestling match. That would have been a that would have been the trick in trick or treat there. It was a Halloween show and a zombie was in the main event and the zombie is not a great worker and so they decided, well, it's time to pull out all the smoke and mirrors. And they had tables. That was the other trick in this match. Trick or treat match, and the table refused to break. On two spots, there was there was blood. There were thumbtacks. My my one complaint, which is my complaint in every single one of these matches, is it is flat out a no disqualification match. They literally, in a promo on Wednesday, the heels were overjoyed it was no DQ because they could just do whatever they want. But they actually wait outside for the majority of this match while Britt's getting killed and chokeslammed on thumbtacks. But if you turn your brain off for that aspect of it, they did uh, every trick in the book, and the crowd was going nuts for the last few minutes of this match. Uh, Britt puts thumbtacks in her mouth, but then she doesn't want to do the lockjaw she doesn't want to put her fingers in thumbtacks, <laughs> even though her back is covered in thumbtacks. And uh, finally, there's interference, and Britt rolls her up on the tacks because you can't kill a zombie. So you have to roll them up and technically pin them to win a match with a zombie. And uh, that was the finish. So we will get Mike's thoughts after the break because I... Hear the music. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I'm gonna fight. 
There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain whether you're vaccinated or not. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Okay, my shipments have to get to customers on time and looking good. It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has small business shipping covered with premium shipping supplies, custom labels, and UPS shipping services. And now, buy two, get one free on decorative shipping supplies. Plus, get 20% off UPS Express shipping services. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We've been talking nonstop for 40 minutes now. And this bloke cries that we haven't talked about SmackDown yet. Oh, come on. My, literally, my two-year-old has more patience than this fella. It's an hour-long show. We've got 14 minutes, actually got 16 more minutes of on-air time here, so uh, calm down, brother. Relax. Really? And by the way, though, to the brother that is asking about, are you going to talk UFC? Uh, no. No. No, we're not. Didn't watch it. No. Not my not my jam of late. Now, if there was a blood sport this weekend, yes. I should go find my blood sport report and talk about that show. 
It's awesome. Uh, but any uh, thoughts, Mike, on uh, Abaddon and Britt Baker? I like Abaddon as a pro wrestling character. And I think, uh, much like the boogeyman, much like a lot, I think if you use her sparingly, and again, I don't know if I even have her under, I don't even know if she is under contract. I, I assume that she is, but like her popping up, sending her out to do indies and weekends and things like that, I think to get experience in the ring is the most beneficial thing you can do because I think when she pops up every once in a while, like on a Halloween themed episode where we get to see, I would assume, uh, rebels makeup skills at play there, making her and Jamie Hader, uh, zombies. Um, I think, uh, I, I think it's good. I just, on a regular basis, though, no. But I, for what it, what the match was, and how great Britt Baker is too. Again, with this whole package that she is, I think it it did work out very well. Again, is it was it as good as the 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 front end of the show? No, it wasn't. But I think for Halloween and what it was, I got a kick out of it. So no complaints out of me. Man, Lance here on Twitter says Semper Vivi just turned babyface on Observer Live, putting over Tim Hortons. Yeah, you turned babyface because I turned heel. You've always been a heel. But then Tim Hortons you always been a heel. You don't even like Tim Hortons coffee. You don't even like Bro, coffee, period. First off, I think I've been to Tim Hortons once in my lifetime. And actually, I don't, remember, I don't remember, so it must not have been that good. You got good soup. And then Tim Hortons here says, we need a wrestling to English translator on this one. Anyone? Well, if you want a translator, don't ask Mike. No offense, Mike. What's the last time you've been to Tim Hortons? Been a little bit. That's why I got to get exactly. the Exactly, it's been a little bit. Also, now, well, you're, get, now you're trying to use this to get free here. food from Tim Hortons? Good luck with that, brother. Oh, K-Cups from Tim Hortons. I don't want free food. I'll just take the coffee. Coffee's fantastic. Mm. And your attitude sucks. I don't like coffee, so... Uh, this person here is complaining about uh, Dave's star ratings. <laughs> Listen, to oh, everybody. Boy. You know what's funny about the star ratings is... Uh, you know what star ratings used to be, what the, the whole origin of this whole thing was? So the, back in the day, like a long time ago, some of you some of you are so young. This is just, it's like me talking about the uh, 18th century. So, uh, you know, there were all these different little uh, wrestling territories around the country. And so you lived in one area and you saw the TV from your territory. And if you didn't, if you were like a hardcore fan and got magazines or whatever, I mean, for you, that was all the wrestling in the whole world. He didn't even know that there was another territory with all these other wrestlers. So Dave, he got a VCR. That stands for Video Cassette Recorder. It was a giant box. It costs as much of it as a Tesla costs nowadays. And you had these video tapes that were these big, giant plastic things. And you shoved them into this thing, and you could record what was on your television. And then if you wanted to, you could take that videotape, and uh, and you'd go to what was called the post office, and you'd you'd put it in an envelope, and you'd seal it up, and you'd write someone's name and their address on it, and you'd put stamps on it, and then you'd give it to this person, and they'd put it in like a truck, or an airplane, and they'd fly it to the other person, and then they'd rip it open, and they'd take out this this big chunk of plastic, and it would say like Memphis, and you ah you're so excited, and you put the thing in your VCR. Hopefully you had a VHS and he also had a VHS because if he had a beta, you were SOL. And you put it in there and you hit play and all this grainy footage of Jerry Lara bleeding everywhere. So that was what things were like back in the day. So Dave would trade with all of these other blokes and then he would type on his his uh, his typewriter 
on paper. He would type up his thoughts on all these matches, and then he would he would put a star rating. Because you'd get the newsletter, and you can't just go on YouTube or, or whatever. Like, if you wanted the Memphis tape, well, first you had to find some bloke that had tapes of Memphis. Then you'd have to write him a letter with money in it, and then hopefully he'd actually send you the tape after you sent him the money. But it's all rigmarole. So there was a lot of... It was, it was it was not as easy as it is nowadays. So you would have to read The Observer and you'd go, Sandman versus Sabu, November to remember, 1997. Minus four stars? I'm not wasting my time with that one. Or maybe you were a fan of, like, what's the most horrible wrestling we could watch? Well, I'm going to watch that one, brother. Or you'd see, you know, oh, there's Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair. One, two, three, four. Four. My God, what a match that must be. So then you prioritize getting that one. If you see, oh, well, Memphis, uh, number uh, 202, a bunch of matches are all like one star, a star and a half. Nah, I'm not buying that tape. That's what star ratings was all about. That was Dave's opinion of what he thought was good and bad. So if you agreed with Dave, you would know what to spend your money on or not spend your money on. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh, he said it was a five, but I thought it was four and a half and you get all angry and you go on twitter and you write a bunch of stupid stuff it doesn't need to be like that everybody the star rating is just should you go out of your way to watch this match that's it that's all it used to be why did it become what it is now don't get mad about it if, if and the other thing is if you don't agree with dave's star ratings then if he says a match is good then you don't have to watch it just go watch whatever you think is good why did this have to become so overcomplicated? you know why because everything blew up. Everything changed. And it became, it went from a bunch of, a small, generally amount of people just trading newsletters and tapes back and forth. And then it expanded. And technology took off. And the Wrestling Observer Newsletter took off. And lots of different things changed. And, and the reality and what all the conjecture became a big part of fandom. And, and a lot of, again, it just, this is the way it went. And... Look, we see it with movies. We see it with people rate football games. <laughs> like people, what's the and everybody likes lists, and that's just what it became. And then everybody gets to argue and fight over things and find a reason to either agree with somebody or hate somebody or whatever. So it just it has become what it's become. But again, it, they never meant anything anyway. They were just snowflakes. And if you like snowflakes. A lot of them, then great. If you don't, who cares? Just like the style of wrestling that you like and don't get so bent out of shape over somebody else's opinion on essentially art. At the end of the day, it's just art and whatever you feel about it. You know, back in the day, I used to, uh, I actually used to go to movies once. And if there was a movie that I wanted to go to, I would always immediately, immediately go and find out what Roger Ebert said about it. Because to me... I, me and Roger Ebert, we agreed on a lot of movies. If he liked a movie, I liked a movie. If he didn't like a movie, I usually didn't like the movie. And so I could always go to to Roger Ebert's review. And if he gave a movie like one star, star and a half, it was like, eh, maybe I'll still go watch it. But sometimes that would result in me not watching it because we agreed on so many things. If he said a movie was four stars, I mean, I'm, I'm getting my ticket as quickly as possible. He does have a book, by the way, an all-time classic your movie sucks. And there's another one as well, but uh, it's all of Roger Ebert's reviews of horrible movies. It is the greatest. But I was reading that book, and I was enjoying it. I was laughing. 
And I can't remember what the movie was, but there was a movie that I loved that I thought was a great movie, and it was in Your Movie Sucks. And I was like, what? Because, like, we totally disagreed on this movie. He thought it was horrible. I thought it was great. I wish I remember what movie it was. Was it Pootie Tang? Because that's where we disagree a lot, because Pootie Tang is a classic. Well, I, 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 my brain told me it was The Big Lebowski, but I went up and he actually gave that movie four stars. So another one that we fully agreed on. But anyway, that's that's all it was. But it was like I got mad at him. It was not like I wrote him hate mail. It's not like I went on Twitter and said, oh, Roger, what a horrible person he gave this movie. I liked one star. It's just like, wow, how do we disagree? And I read his review. It was funny, but I totally disagreed with it. And you know then I moved on with my life. That's all this may, is about. It may have been Raising Arizona. Now you think, I mm, think he didn't like been. Raising Arizona. Let me see. Which stuns me because that is, I think that's brilliant. So, I, I don't watched know. that. Movie. I don't think he liked Reservoir Dogs all that much, too. I thought he was inter- he thought it was interesting, but too violent or something like I that. I watched Raising Arizona. Yeah, he gave that star and a half. That might have been one of them. <sighs> oh, my God. I watched that it's movie crazy. so many times when I was a little kid. I haven't watched the it in best. like uh, 30 years. So maybe it's actually, maybe I yeah, go back what? and say he was right. Can you no bull? Because you like, can you still like go through a ton of dialogue from Raising Arizona? Of course you can, son. Why you got a panty on your head? It was a fine film. It was great. This person here says I went to both nights of AAW. This was the show we were talking about with Doctor Keith on Friday. Here in Chicago, highly recommended watching. This is basically a star review without the star ratings. Daniel Garcia versus Josh Alexander was awesome. Lots of great wrestling person here says is it really time to pull the trigger on hangman page yes i don't think i need to read the rest of this yes now is the time now is the time because he's failed and he's had issues come up it's time i believe and what else is there for kenny omega to do he could do the championship match with with brian danielson but like you don't need the title for that next match and you could do cm punk but i don't think he necessarily needs to be in the title picture right now now is the time for hangman page this person here says, do you th- think there will be any heat with Fox and WWE based off Pat McAfee saying baseball is stupid if SmackDown goes off the air? <laughs> Even if Pat was trying to be funny, I could see baseball. Well, you know, I'm sure he's he's a somewhat heel commentator. And I mean, everyone knows his background. Of course, he's going to say baseball sucks. I don't. I don't think there's going to be any blowback. From Absolutely that not. I mean, come on. All he, you know how you salve that wound if there was a wound. It's not WWE. It's Major League Baseball getting a bunch of uh, of Astros and Braves and everybody else on uh, Pat McAfee's show, which um, in their mind, I'm sure, is far more popular and valuable than WWE. I see that Lance and I, in fact, have gone to Tim Hortons because there's a photograph of me in front of Tim Hortons, and I look very, very happy. But I think this was before we went in, not after. Oh, my God. You know, you're the only person that could be around all of those great smells, the Timbits, the good soup, the fantastic coffee, and then still come out of there with with old bitter Brian face. Mm. This person says if the AEW Battle of the Belt shows on January 8th, it would be the same day as Impact's Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't think they'll worry about that. I actually have to check because the rumor is that the... uh, Impact AEW Forbidden Door is uh, closed as of Bound for Glory, and I have seen no evidence that that is untrue. But I have not. I have not actually. I haven't even checked. I presume it's true because there's been no going back and forth since uh, since Bound for Glory. Hey, I'm still trying to figure out this deal with old Mansur here, but uh, going having surgery today. 
is a, is the rumor that I'm hearing. Still, mm. still trying to to figure out what it is. Maybe we can get somebody in the ER and with some cold beers there to to find out what's going on. This person here says I could see WWE buying the Ring of Honor tape library to keep AW from getting the first all in show. Well, my friend, let's have a discussion about that. First off, the library is not for sale. And that is from people in pretty much every company that actually has money. Nobody is aware of the library being on sale. Second off, I mean, to buy the entire tape library so AEW doesn't have one show, I realize that seems like it's something that's in WWE's wheelhouse, but I don't think that, I mean, listen, they could call AEW or uh, they could call uh, Ring of Honor today and just say, listen, we'll offer a, a ridiculous amount of money for that one show. And, you know, but the the uh, the biggest thing is that uh, WWE has been buying up a lot of tape libraries when they first got the uh, the network. And uh, what I heard was over the last couple of years, they ain't offering nothing. So uh, they seem to be over this whole tape library buying thing at this point. Probably because they're looking to cut costs. Hmm. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800 When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold 
gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Holy smokes. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on a second here. Let me find this. Uh, where this information is. Let's okay so uh uh brandon thurston's got the numbers here and uh i don't have all of them but uh so the last time that uh smackdown and rampage remember when uh when it was like two weeks ago and so they were going to go head to head and so wwe like totally uh, we're going to do no commercials. We're going to go a half hour long, no commercial in the last half hour. Lesnar's going to be there. Becky Lynch. Remember they did all of that? Whole kitchen sink. Yep. Their viewership for that show was 866,000 viewers. Okay. Two and a half hour show. No commercial in the last half hour. Lesnar, Roman, Becky, Sasha. They threw the kitchen sink. 866,000 viewers. This Friday on FS1. Nothing. Literally nothing. 1.032 million viewers. <laughs> SmackDown did an 0.29. AW did an 0.25. I don't have the total viewership for uh, for Rampage, but it was uh, 18 to 49. It was 373,000 to 320,000. We'll have more on this tomorrow, but how about that? Maybe they should learn not to promote anything. No Roman this week. He was nowhere to be seen. No Lesnar. Anyway, we're out of time. Hey, you want a SmackDown review? Well, in one hour, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, myself and Filthy Tom Lawler, we're going to run down all of the matches and angles and everything on SmackDown as well as New Japan Strong only for our buddies here at the video.f4wonline.com, our top-tier YouTube subscribers. Back here tomorrow with more Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, to the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.